what time it is. That's right. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I am Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> it's episode 109. It's Monday night, May 16th, 2022. Thank you for listening. tuba <laughs> what are we gonna do we're gonna catch up a little bit Bo and Brian are both here we're back what up Bo what's up Bo's coming to us from St. Paul Minnesota streaming and in studio back it's brian clark hey hello we're gonna talk about last week's playoff matchups and whatever else i don't know basketball hoops we're gonna try to have some fun who gives a shit if you do care Visit houseofhoops.com. It's H-A-U-S of hoops.com. There's no, like, news articles on there or, like, news feed update. Nothing like that. It's just a place you can go to listen to this podcast and to buy crummy t-shirts. So visit it. Check it out. Oh, how's it going, bud? Uh, doing great. How are you? Doing all right. Hanging in there. Nice. Living. There's no uh, basketball on tonight. So no, it's weird. Me and Brian are just staring at blank TVs. Staring not, at each other. Not really sure what to do. What did the cavemen do when there was no basketball on? They, like, read books. They procreated. Talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... I'm not that desperate yet, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> they hunted and gathered. They worked on self-reflection and how to be better cavemen. I don't want to do any of that either. Uh-uh. <laughs> I just want to watch a game. <laughs> I got all these snacks. <laughs> I got all these <laughs> snacks and nothing to do. You want a beer or something? Um, yeah, can I have a beer? Bo, are you drinking a beer? Yeah, I have a I have a beer going. You got a hams? Uh I have a Summit Pale Ale. Ooh. Summit Brewing Company Pale Ale. I got a Budweiser because that's what Jeff's got. Yep. Okay. I got some Red Bull and tequila and Budweiser. 
Yeah, we still have a yeah quarter a bottle of this Casamigos <laughs> left over. Should I get glasses? <laughs> I'll take a shot. All right. Did y'all polish that much off last time? Yeah. It's it's a it's a smaller bottle. Oh, I it's gotcha. a three seventy five milliliter. So, so don't judge us. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was just it's fine. I'm, I'm not judging. I'm just kidding. Hang <laughs> on, let me get some glasses. Hang on, I gotta get my glasses. You can't see with those glasses. <laughs> All right, where were we? Did Bo leave? No. Good. So, I don't know. You guys missed last week. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Did you listen to it? I did. You did? Yeah. How'd I do? You did pretty good, <laughs> I think. It's a quick one. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. It was a, it was a nice listen. In and out. What have you been up to for the last two weeks, Bo? Um, my parents came up and visited us. Oh, that's why you missed it. Yeah. So they were up here. And uh, I, there was no way I could record before the before the Grizz game with my parents and dinner time and the kids. It just wasn't, wasn't happening. Whatever. And, uh, yeah, I hung out with them, watched the game with my dad. It was fun. That's cool. Yeah. That was a fun one to watch. That well, it was, yeah. Last Monday. It was a good game. It was maybe not the outcome. I played golf last week. Oh, like shit. This past week, yeah. Me too. How'd it go? Uh, I was in a position. It was, it's just a nine-hole course, and the tees are not super aggressive by any means, but I was in a position to get two birdies. Of course, I did not get those birdies. Well, opportunities are nice. Yeah, that's kind of what I felt. Get sink those putts. Yeah. Hit sink the putts and hit the ball a little straighter. But, you know, the first time I played in a long time. So, I, you know, overall, I was happy with how little effort I've put into playing golf that I still can hang. Hell yeah. I played last week, too, and uh, playing tomorrow again. My. My sports injury is finally healed in my arm, I think. Nice. nice. Like, it's not healed, but it doesn't hurt to use it in the motion of a golf swing. So, yeah, I'm back. Full tilt. I was a little sore after last time, but yeah, I don't care. I'm not just going to stop playing. I'll keep – it was fun. It's like six months since I played. A lot of fun. Nice to be out there. Smacking the shit out of the fucking golf ball. Let it out. Nice. Yeah. I hit one. I didn't see these kids. They were way off on the right looking for their slice golf balls. And uh, I just walked up, me and my buddy, and uh, I was like, I don't see them. I think they're up on the green. And we saw a golf cart like up near mm -hmm. the green. So I just swung. And all of a sudden... They come down in the middle of the fairway in their golf carts. Luckily, I hit the shit out of that ball. I was like, I was like, hey, hey, Ryan, check this out. <laughs> now like, watch this drive. <laughs> I was on the seventh hole. I'm starting to get loose, right? 
I swung as hard as I could. And luckily it went over the kids <laughs> and landed past them. I was like, holy shit, dude, that went like right over them. So we like rushed down there. It's like, hey guys, I'm really sorry. We did not see you. And they're little kids and they're like, why are you talking to us? <laughs> and I was like, man, it's not safe to hit into other people like that. I, I'm really sorry. I apologize. We didn't see you. Like just overly apologetic. <laughs> just kind of using it as a, I don't know, a teaching like, moment. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's the young guys that are always doing shit mm -hmm. like that, you know, hitting into you or whatever always in a rush but i felt really bad like i could have really hurt somebody did you hit into anybody on the golf course Bo? did not that's good so how was the rest of your uh, week man it was good man yeah good you seem like yeah. you're in good spirits you got energy yeah we had uh we have soccer starting like a one of the city's recreational leagues for the kids starting this week. So it's going to be kind of hectic getting into that. We had the oldest, she had her first soccer practice slash scrimmage until eight 15 tonight. That's when it ended. So I don't think the whole family is going to go again. <laughs> Bo, it's been a minute. How's the bathroom? <laughs> uh, uh, we have a toilet a working toilet, with no, but no door. But that's a, that's nice. We're just waiting on the countertop people to come and measure, and then hopefully install the countertop shortly after the measurement. And then once that's done, then the tile guy can come back and finish his tile. And in the meantime, hopefully electrical and plumbing will finish, and the heating, the heat and heat floor will be finished too. So what do you got? Like about five more weeks. Uh, <laughs> I hope in three at the most, but probably probably three months. Six, seven more months? Yeah. Be out of this thing? All right. How about you, Brian? What have you been up to? How are you? I'm good, man. Yeah. I'm good. I apologize for last week. There was a bit of miscommunication. We had talked about the possibility of coming on pregame. We were talking about maybe doing one in the afternoon, but then had something come up with my uh, with my parents. Okay. And then you were like, maybe we can do one tonight before the game. And I was like, um, I got to think about it. Uh -huh. I got to figure out, you know, if that works for me. Yeah. And then you were like, we could just do one around seven or something. Uh -huh. And I was like, sure. <laughs> and then uh, seven came and went. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to bug you because I was like, maybe something happened. Maybe uh -huh. something came up. I don't know. Uh -huh. So... Around eight, I was like, I don't, I don't think Brian's coming over. Maybe it was like eight thirty, it's eight or eight thirty somewhere mm -hmm. there. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna bang out my notes and go watch the game because you and me were gonna meet up for the game. Yeah, and we did. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were still gonna like reach out to me and let me know if, whether or not you wanted <laughs> me to come over. So yeah, like, six o'clock rolls around and I hadn't heard from you, and I was like, well, I'm ordering a pizza. And then I ate half of it. <laughs> and then I ate a whole pizza. And then I went and watched game four with you. And then I came home and ate the other half of the pizza. Are you allowed to say <laughs> where you got the pizza from? Man. Yeah. I don't know. 
It's just a delivery pizza. Okay. It's garbage. It's yeah, I mean Is it Domino's? It's garbage pizza. Or Pizza Hut. Neither. It's Marcos. Ugh. I like that for, for like <laughs> delivery pizza. All right. I don't think I've ever had it. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's better than Papa John's, in my opinion. Hmm. All right. Jeff, you want to take a tequila shot? Brian likes shitty fucking food, and we're going to drink some tequila. Yes. <laughs> well, I ate a whole pizza Monday night because uh, because my wife left town. Mm. For good. <sighs> oh, She was well, actually uh, in your she, fair city. You were going to tell me that. Yeah, that's what you were telling me on text. You considered coming up, but tequila. Yeah, she was in town for a conference. So, I mean, she had stuff going like all day, every day while she was there. So, I mean, I could have gone, but then, you know, she's coming back after like dinners and late night stuff with her team. And I'm like probably just drunk in the hotel room. (laughs) She's been left up to my own devices all day in a city I've never been to. And Brian will just be standing outside the front of the hotel waiting for her to come home. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what he's been doing all day in there. No telling. Yeah, so you didn't go. Nope. But, uh, yeah, just been watching basketball and uh, working and stuff. You know, Bo probably could have hooked her up with some good runner's routes in town. Yeah, she figured it out. There's, I guess there's like a really good running trail like that kind of cuts through downtown. She's in Minneapolis. I, I yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I don't ever, I mean, I go down there, but I don't, I don't go running down there unless it's like a race or something, I guess. Mm. Mm, okay. Well, I guess I'm wrong again. I would have told her to go over the Stone Arch Bridge, I guess. That, that, that's a good, that would have been I worth think, it. If, I think she did that. Yeah. That's one of the better views of the city and it's just, Historic over the Mississippi River. It's pretty cool. Nice. The old miss. The mighty miss. Yeah, we went down and walked over the <laughs> the uh, Stone Arch Bridge on Mother's Day with my parents and Kate's parents. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then what happened, Brian? After you ate half, you ate half a pizza, went to watch the game mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. We went to a usual shithole. Yep, we watched the game. And then uh, you went home and ate the rest of that pizza. How was the rest of your week? Um, <laughs> I ate salads for dinner every other <laughs> yeah, night of that You're worried she's going to hear this, aren't you? <laughs> no. No, I really did. I was like, I had a whole large pizza by myself. <laughs> and I ate all healthy food the rest of the week and didn't go out at all. <laughs> oh, I did. I got, a, I got like a huge plastic tub of like 50-50 mix, like spring, spring mix and spinach. Mm. And that's what I ate for dinner like every other night that week. With a pound of ham on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> I ate salad every night topped with pizza slices. <laughs> Drowned in ranch. On oh God, on oh God. Um, FRFR. Hey, I went to go watch <laughs> game five with you Wednesday. Yeah. That, that was, was fun. Fucking badass. <laughs> it's one of the greatest basketball games in the history of basketball. That was pretty yeah, that was a lot the of the Warriors were favored. Mm-hmm. In Memphis. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Vegas gets it wrong. Mm-hmm. And when you're gambling, that's what you're looking for, man. Mm-hmm. Where are they wrong? Yeah. That was fun as hell. 
Is that pretty much it? Or did you watch anything on TV? How about that last Atlanta episode? Oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm behind. That sounds awesome. Fuck, Bo. Uh, you got you to gotta catch up, man. Fuck. <laughs> I did finish Winning Time, if that's any consolation. Yeah, that's good. That turned out I, really, really good. I can't believe the 76ers won the title. <laughs> Dude, both of those fucking series are on break right now. Atlanta and Winning Time. Oh, is that? No, there's one more Atlanta. Oh, okay. There's there's one more Atlanta next week, and then it's on break until the fall. I was going to ask, are you going to pick anything else up? I don't know what's coming out. I don't know. I've been watching Barry. Yeah. Barry's good. Barry's all right. I don't think I finished the last season. I ain't never watched Barry. I'd have to go back. It's pretty good. It's, it's all right. You'd like it. Okay. It's it's Bill Hader. Yeah. He's good. It's on HBO. So you don't know? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's coming out. I don't know. Oh, okay. What else? Uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh-huh. Just watch watch basketball, man. Watch game six at home. Grizzlies? Yeah. yeah. I think we both at we home. both got off work and we watched the first half at work and we we're like, let's get out of here. Fuck this. Yeah. Go home. And uh, yeah, the game seven's on Sunday. All the game sevens. Yes, game seven all Sunday. Hockey. All the hockey games. Yeah, the Wild are done, by the way. Oh, yep. I was rooting for him. I was watching. Mm-hmm. Very little, but watching. Jeff, what have you been up to? Nothing. What have I been doing? Uh, what have? How am I? What have I? What, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. What have I been doing? What have I been doing? What have you been doing, Jeff? Well, I played golf. Mm-hmm. The funniest thing happened on the seventh hole. So these kids were on the fairway, but they were over to the right. So yeah. I couldn't see them. Mm-hmm. And so I walked up and hit my drive. Mm-hmm. I tried to get that new uh, big three ownership. I tried to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You signed us up for that. I signed us up. asking. You're not accepted. Ah, I would have foot the bill. I didn't care. What would we have called the team? You could you can buy in with a credit card. I think it's an NFT situation. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not really 100% sure on uh, what that all was. Is that where, so what you think that they like take your money mm-hmm. and then um, <laughs> and they don't even actually play basketball? They, they You get a bunch of uh, <clears throat> like perks within the big three. So like if you go to a game, like if the, if they come to your town. Mm-hmm. You got all this extra shit. You can sit in like the governor's box. I think you get like just perks, man, because it's super limited. Mm-hmm. They didn't give out that many shares of ownership. We weren't accepted. Go figure. So it doesn't matter. But I was ready to throw down like five grand. I was ready to do it. I didn't care. To me, that seemed like a once in a lifetime opportunity. That's five grand is nothing. That's like one week of baseball parlays for you. It's fucking chump change. And they were going to let you do it with a credit card. <laughs> I don't even have to use my real cash. I can buy this ownership piece and then sell off half of it here, or a third of it there, whatever. Like afterwards, mm-hmm. I was ready to just buy it. But no dice. So that was a fucking buzzkill. Atlanta was hilarious. 
That was a highlight of my week, for sure. I enjoyed that a ton. <laughs> Bo, we gotta, we gotta get you. Cut. I got, I got some work to do. You know, they, they, you don't have to watch them one after another, so you can, you can skip and then go back, just watch the new one. Just, I guess so. Just a thought. I picked up a new show on Hulu. Oh yeah, yeah. It, I guess it ran a couple weeks ago or a week ago or so. And they were putting out an episode every night, which I thought was a cool concept. So every night you just go home and watch their show mm-hmm. and then you go to bed. It was called Candy. It's about this woman in Texas. Mm-hmm. There's a murder that happens. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it, but it's really good. It takes place in the 80s. Jessica Bale is in it. Bale. Bit. Bale Pepper. Bale. Jessica Bale Pepper. Bale. Yeah, Bale. She's in it. She plays the lead role, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really good. Is her is her name Candy? Yeah, Candy. Oh, okay. She plays Candy. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all, I'm just Candy. <laughs> does, she, does she have an accent like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was really interesting. It starts off really, really good. <clears throat> it kind of has its lulls, but what doesn't? But I enjoyed it thoroughly. There's an axe involved. But it takes place in the 80s. It just reminded me of so many like childhood things. Mm-hmm. Super weird. 80s was a weird period. You was know? It, so it's like Stranger Things, but like for adults and and uh, cool? Well, there's only five episodes. So you're in and out. It's like a, just a feature, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't go on and on and on for several years. Yeah. But I thought it was really good, and I still don't know. At the end of it, I don't know what the fuck happened. Hmm. It's based on a true story. Hmm. This really happened in this, like, small town in Texas where it just really shook up the local community, you know? Uh-huh. It's really hard to tell. I don't want to give it up, but it's really hard to tell, like, what really happened. They don't tell you. Mm-hmm. Because nobody fucking knows. This woman ends up like changing her name and leaving town. So nobody like even knows what happened to her afterwards. She just got the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. I guess I kind of gave something away. Yeah. But you never know what really fucking happens. I, I got really drawn into it. Mainly because you remember how like in the Righteous Gemstones in season four, Uncle Baby Billy comes alive. He gets unlocked. Se- season two, you mean? Uh, I don't know. It's episode two, se- so season one, episode four. It's episode four. Yeah, yeah you yeah. get like almost halfway through the first season, like yeah. all of a sudden it's like season one. Here's baby Billy. Yeah. I don't know what I said. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's like they let him out of his cage. <laughs> they introduced him to the world. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a character in Candy that gets unlocked in like the third episode. <laughs> which, as soon as I saw that fucking face. <laughs> I laughed hysterically. I was like, who, who is that slob? And I'll let you watch it and find out who it is. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to ruin any more of it. But I think I recommend it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, th- I liked just watching it and just like vegging out on it. Yeah. How long are the episodes? Like an hour. Oh, okay. 
Maybe I can. Maybe 45 minutes. Maybe I'll watch it. I mean, we're not going to have basketball on every night anymore. So that's not entirely true. But there's not a lot of basketball yeah. on every night. There's no basketball on tonight. Other than that, I've just been kind of hanging out and like working and watching hoops. Just doing life shit. I don't think there's anything else. <clears throat> Nothing really to speak about. I think we should get into it. I think we should talk some hoops. Now, I think there's some news. Yeah. Bo, did you see any newsworthy topics? <clears throat> there's quite a bit of stuff. I mean, if depends on what you're talking about. Well, what's news to you that's not just uh, part of a series? Let's see. What is news to me? It's a, there's like so much. Hmm. Let me start with one. Yeah, what you got? The NBA announced the Executive of the Year Award. That was last week. Zach Kleiman. Hmm. Hey, we know that dude. Of the Memphis Grizzlies. He dumped Valanchunas. It drafted Zaire Williams, and that gives you the, the executive of the year. I think uh, if your team gets second place in the West, when you're projected no, I, at 500, gets you executive of the year. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I still stand behind liking that trade for Stephen Adams too. I still yeah. like it. Yeah, me too. I I agree. Thirty three years old, Zach Kleiman. Thirty three. He's been in place for three years. That's pretty good. Yeah. Get recognition in your th third year. Like the best in the league at being a, an executive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think you credit the late drafting. I think, you, yeah, you credit like the Desmond Bain. And, and the Brendan Clark. Yeah, BC. Uh, taking a risk like trading Valanciunas, uh -huh. I think he he gets credit for that. You know, it worked. Well, but you you've said. I mean, I think we can all agree that the Valanciunas trade opened up more touches for everybody else, and mm -hmm. I think that made sense. But you've said from a chemistry standpoint that Valanciunas was kind of pouty and mm -hmm. wanted his touches. Yeah, it seemed like it. Nobody ever like talked about it. It wasn't like reported. But mm -hmm. I, you could tell just from watching. I've seen him do it in New Orleans a little bit, too. Just when he hustles to get down court, you know? like when he, Oh, he feels like, hey, I put a lot of effort getting yeah. down here. Yeah. And then... Throw me, the, throw me the fucking ball. And then somebody throws up some shitty fucking three <laughs> that just mm -hmm. bricks. You, he hangs his fucking head. If you look for it, you'll see it. It's not something that just, you know, it's not something that people talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody loves him. And then he gets his ass kicked on defense. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. I like Steven Adams. Regardless of well, whether or not he could play in that Minnesota series or not. I don't know what was going on with that. He's too slow, I guess. I don't know. He got burned a couple times, but Jenkins, like, he just made an adjustment. And when it worked, he stuck with it. But, uh, yeah, climbing. Good for him. Is anybody in this podcast worried 
about him using the Grizzlies as like a jumping off point to get a job anywhere else? Or do um, we think he's just here? That's a good question. I would say probably not as long as John Morant's on the team. And why is that? I think he probably has, as I would, an emotional attachment to, to John Morant. He's a young player. I guess as long as all NBA John Morant's on the team. I'll say that because you never know what's going to happen. But if you have someone that's potential MVP peak t- caliber candidate, someone that can win you a series mm-hmm. in the playoffs that you were able to draft and you build around, I don't, I think you stick that out. That's what I think. Yeah. Maybe stick it out and see if you can win a title, but um, with, your, with your group. But if he was to be offered a, an executive position and say, let's say, I don't know, New York mm-hmm. for the Knicks or, you know, maybe he'd go. He'd leave for that. I don't. Where's he? Where's climbing from? He's from Memphis now. Well, he's <laughs> he's born in Chicago. Okay, but I think well, he worked in New York. I guess two things. Number one, I think he sticks it out with Ja, and then number two, it depends on what his relationship is with Para. If Paris is going to be like behind, like leave him alone and let him do his job and pay him whatever he needs to be paid. Maybe Kleiman's cool with that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know? I don't really know either. I have. We a, don't know Kleiman. And yeah. it's weird. Like We don't know Tayshaun Prince anymore. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's tough because we just don't really know. But I do worry that it'll get poached. Well, sure. And somebody will say, uh, hey, how about you come to the mecca of basketball in New York or something like that? You think yeah, about but, teams that really need to turn it around. Yeah, but, yeah, but he's, but he's no, already turned it around here. Right. And, and he's no dummy. He knows that. Now he can do uh, it again. What's his butt in New York is going to meddle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, w- he's probably watching G- winning time, watching Genie Bus. He's like, I don't want any part of that. I hope you're right. I hope you're right that it, it's he's not looking that, at this like as a opportunity to do well and then move up. Maybe he will be content just being a Memphis guy. Yeah, I mean this is it's an NBA it's an NBA executive job. He already has the top seat with the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Like Bo said, you would think he'd want to see it through with this group. Yeah, and kind of like reap the fruits of his labor. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. And then, I mean, the second, you, like I said, the second piece would be his relationship with Para. Yeah, if Para if Para is yeah. willing to spend the money and let Kleiman do what he wants to do, then. Yeah, you could go to sure go to the Knicks, but I mean, yeah, they're an NBA team the same as the Grizzlies are. Grizzlies are if they're making deep playoff runs and they have a good young, exciting squad. I don't know how long Clemens' contract is. Mm-hmm. I know that it's considered like a long term deal, so that's good. Yeah, we'll see how it goes with this group then. But I worry. When things are going well, mm. I worry. I mean, you shouldn't expect them to be here for 20 years, but... Yeah. Yeah, I think the Robert Para Kleiman relationship's interesting. I think that it actually exists. I think it's a good one. Uh, Kleiman's 33. 
he made comments in the exit interview saying that there would be there'd be no issue with spending money mm-hmm. to improve the team and to and to keep the team good. Like uh, he insinuated yeah. that Para wouldn't will will go into the luxury tax. Yeah, yeah, he said it. Robert Para being a young guy, forty four, probably helps. Mm-hmm. He can still kind of relate. It's not as much a business as it is like a. I don't know. I would love to know what Robert Perra thinks about the Grizzlies. <laughs> like, is this just like a fun thing or like, hey, let's go see if we can win a championship. Yeah. Like, this is hilarious and fun. And we or may, is this ne- like, we may never know. Or is this like really serious to him? Yeah. <laughs> we may never know. He doesn't speak to the media ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, Kleiman got the Executive of the Year Award, and I think he earned it. When you think about who else could have won it, I mean, I can't think of anybody that deserves it more. When you look at the results on the first place votes, it's like uh, Kobe Altman, Arturis, Carsonovas, James Jones, and those are like, they got like two and one and three votes for first place. So it was like a landslide, you know? Those are all good executives, but I think Kleiman, based on the fact that the Grizzlies finished second, yeah, man, like he deserved it. I'm with you, and I'm not worried about him leaving. And the in this iteration, of the Grizzlies, and if the Grizzlies fall apart and Para comes becomes a you know weird owner, <laughs> then so he you know he's welcome to leave. You know, yeah, I'm, so I'm not. It. I'm not worried about it. This is this iteration of the Grizzlies is what it is, and we're we're going to be awesome for a while. And like we're going to dra- yeah. I like the confidence because I get worried about those things when things are going well. Huh. I'm like, what's going? What's around the corner? <laughs> I get nervous. Dude, I, I'm, t- I'm just saying, yeah. you hit your ride to John Morant. Yeah, there's no executive walking away from that with an owner that's going to spend. Good. Uh, that is sound logic. The other thing I saw in the news was coach of the year. Hmm. Hmm. That happened. Hmm. Monte Williams of the Suns? I thought it was Jason Kidd. I got that wrong, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, right. He will never be coach of the year. Monte Williams? (laughs) I felt like Monte Williams should have won it last year. Uh That's why I won it this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because last year they made the jump. Mm-hmm. This year they just kept doing the same thing. Yeah. I felt like Coach Jenkins probably should have won Coach of the Year this year. Agreed. I stand behind it because they did make a significant jump. Those not, are, o- yeah. not only that, I will add that they had jaw, lost jaw for whatever 20-something games, and that team just fucking steamrolled people. Mm-hmm. Without their best player. Yeah. That's a sign of good coaching, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monte Williams might have been a makeup from last year, which is unfortunate. I mean, he did a good job, but the Grizzlies weren't supposed to be where they were. And I think a lot of it comes to coaching. Uh, the relationship the coach has with the players, especially, and how they work together, I think is very important. And that's why it works on certain teams and doesn't on others because the coach and the best player or the coach and the few best players don't get on the same page and do the same thing. 
and work together. I think that's very obvious to us in Memphis that that's what's going on here. All right, so be it. But, you know, I don't agree with it, but it happened. Do you think that's why Phoenix was so bad in their final two games? Because they were like, well, we have the coach of the year. We can just, you know, he'll win these last two games for us. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck is going on (laughs) over there. It's the weirdest game seven I've ever seen in my life. It's like poorly coached and poorly played. I don't know. Bo thinks they should run it back. But let's not get into it just yet. Bo, is there any other news or are we moving on? Uh, Jokic, MVP, did we talk about that? Uh, I talked about it last week. You can. Do you have thoughts? Uh, he, it's one of the few predictions I've gotten right this year. I said he was the MVP if you looked at the Nuggets team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, I don't have it in front of me, but his on-off stuff is just r- ridiculous. Shit, I made 200 bucks gambling on Jokic being the MVP. Hmm. <laughs> Which was a nice little extra <laughs> little bump in my account. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I can't argue with him being the MVP. I mean, if if Embiid had won it, fine. Right, if Giannis, if Giannis won had won it, fine. Yeah, Any of those three had won it, and I, I, I wouldn't have had a huge, strong argument that they shouldn't have won, but I, th- I thought Jokic should have won the MVP, and he did. Yeah, that's fair, considering what happened with the injuries in Denver. Mm-hmm. And that they're a total ass team without him. Yeah. Like, like real life and projections. <laughs> I, I already did this last week, but those three, you take any of those top three players, Giannis and be Joker mm-hmm. off their team and they're not good. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, let's move on. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Uh, let's switch gears and go to playoffs. Let's recap what happened. There were surprises. What's worth talking about? I think we should kind of go through the week and uh, you guys chip in where you want. Sure. Let's start with Monday. Monday, Boston tied up their series with Milwaukee in Milwaukee. So Boston goes into Milwaukee and ties it up 2-2. I find that interesting. That series was full of road wins. Milwaukee, Boston, which is it was a weird outlier. Fascinating. Yeah. And then also Monday, Memphis lost game four in San Francisco by three points to go down one to three to the Warriors. That was the first game without John Morant. We still felt good after watching that game. Mm-hmm. Down one three. Like it was it was a bummer, but we're like, ah, you know, we, we're going, we're coming home. We only lost by three. We're not out. That was the game where Dylan went five and nineteen from the field, <laughs> two of nine from three, and we lost. And I was kind of wondering, did Dylan cost the Grizzlies that game? just by having an off game and 
maybe shooting too much. That was what went through my head was did Dylan just cost us this game? It was close. That was a game that could have gone either way. His stats don't look good. It looked like he was trying to, like he had to be the man. Mm-hmm. I remember you said you were expecting a big Dylan game, and uh, he got a lot of usage. Yeah, coming back, I ex- I wanted to see a big Dylan game. I wanted, but I didn't want to see it go down like that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see him in the lane, attacking. We talked about it that more of like a Gerald Wallace approach. Mm-hmm. Defense and attacking the rim. That's what I want to see from him. Grizzlies go down 1-3. I'm thinking the series was over. After even a close loss, I'm still thinking this is 3-1. How? How do they come back? And then it comes out the next day that Ja is out with that bone bruise. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know bone bruise, Bo, you know what it is. It's, it's pretty serious. Mm-hmm. It's at least four weeks, two weeks, if he's just tough as hell about it. Oh. Well, you don't want to rush back because bone bruise is the beginning of a fracture. Exactly. So it's got to heal. Yeah. So me personally, I was thinking, oh, basketball is over. <laughs> After they lost that game, I thought it just like basketball was done. I really did. That was what went through my mind. Tuesday, Miami beat Philly in Miami, one twenty to eighty-five, to take a three-two lead in the series. That's a pretty convincing win, and made that series look over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, Philly! Now you're done. Also on Tuesday, Phoenix beat Dallas one ten to eighty in Phoenix to take a three two lead in the series. So here you have Phoenix taking the lead in the series. You would think after that game that Phoenix had the series un- under control, like Miami three mm-hmm. two. It's under control. Mm-hmm. You would think. Worst case scenario, you lose game six. You come home. And you come out strong <laughs> at home for game seven. Yes. You come out. You do the, You've you got two the chances. You've got two chances. To get a win. The last one, game seven, is at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're thinking you're, you're, you're feeling pretty good if you're Phoenix after beating them in game five. Wednesday. Well, the first game... A.K.A. the greatest night of my life. (laughs) Wednesday was so much fun. Well, first, Milwaukee goes into Boston and wins a close one, 110 to 107. In Boston, winning. So now this is two road games in a row where the road team wins. Two road wins in a row. Milwaukee takes the lead in the series 3-2. Watching Milwaukee versus Boston, Stan Van Gundy said Wednesday that... Grant Williams was by far the best defender on Giannis. What do you what do you guys think about that guarding Giannis in Boston? Was Grant Williams the best defender? <laughs> you think he's What are you saying, Jeff, that maybe I'm just are you, curious. Are you, are you suggesting that if he's the best defender, 
on his team. <laughs> is he? That maybe one of his teammates shouldn't have won defensive player of the year. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> no. Mm. no. Mm. Different size. Sounds like it. Different positions. Well, I was thinking maybe like Grant Williams really good on Giannis in spurts. Like that for the whole game. Well, I mean, nobody's a... I'm not sure anybody. I think you can just be <laughs> a defender on well, Giannis. Van Gundy was mad because Grant Williams wasn't in the game. Mm. And Giannis was going, Alf. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that Grant Williams can contain Giannis very well for long stretches. I don't know if anybody can. I don't think I don't know if Dennis Rodman could. I don't know if <laughs> you got to have length and yeah. strength, mm-hmm. not just defensive toughness. Mm-hmm. Is what Grant Williams is like preaches. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, in that situation is you can't I, you can't put Tatum on him mm-hmm. because. Tatum's got to have energy for the offensive end. Mm-hmm. I really liked uh, Horford on him more than Grant Williams. I thought Horford did a great job. Uh, Tice, he's got to be able to come in and help guard Giannis, right? I think you kill Giannis with height. Well, and multiple guys. You can't just have one guy on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you throw different right. looks at him. I mean, that's just conventional. Multiple thinking, players. Yeah, yeah the same time you're not going to stop him you're really not even going to slow him down you just got to make it harder on him i just didn't think grant williams seemed like enough like do anything on the honest but i guess who really is (laughs) i just thought it was goofy because stan made a big deal about (laughs) grant williams not being in there guarding honest stan van gundy overreacting (laughs) He's he's coaching. Yeah, he was putting his coaching hat on. Well, he should, you know, coach. <clears throat> I think he's still getting paid by the Pelicans, isn't he? <laughs> I believe so, Bo. <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> Monty Williams is, I think. <laughs> he just may be. And then later that night, the Grizzlies played the Warriors. In Memphis, with the Grizzlies facing elimination, no John Morant. But the Grizzlies showed some real character, not letting the Warriors put them away on their home court. The Grizzlies would not accept a loss at home. Who? Would let someone run them out of the tournament on their home court. Mm. Who would allow this to happen? The Grizzlies won one thirty four to ninety five. Mm-hmm. Bo, you watched that game. I, I I watched it all. Thoughts? I was hoping there was a game tonight. That's what my thoughts were. For game seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. You're watching that game and you're thinking pretty good okay. all right okay you're thinking this can go we can, um, we can win one in golden state they'll let us run well they'll let us take it back <laughs> to memphis i i so what barkley said in the post game in a halftime basically that they just they they did not take the grizzly seriously and, it, and 
and um also the warriors are a superior team yeah that's what barkley basically said and i i I think maybe they were without without jaw okay and i don't know that's fair i think the grizzlies just got got hot and then steph clay is not who Clay used to be. If you watch the game, you'd notice Tyus was on Clay a lot. Mm. They're more worried about Jordan Poole. At least that's what it looked like to me. Yeah. And uh, Steph just wasn't going seven for seven in the fourth quarter like he can. Mm-hmm. At that point, it didn't matter, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I think the in this game, the Grizzlies played like a championship contender. They played like you should in an elimination game at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they came out very strong. Um, in the first quarter, they scored 38 points. The Grizzlies did in the first quarter. They're that is dog, 11 more then some teams score and a half. <laughs> some of them. <clears throat> Sons. <laughs> yeah, Bo, me and Brian watched that game together. Do you remember that, Brian? I do. Yeah. We had fun. The blowout game. We had a fun time. We were drink, so we were drinking fun. beers. I drank uh I drank eight beers. <laughs> I drank nine no, I drank nine beers. Brian was buying beers, beers by the bucket. Yeah. For himself. Just for me. Wow. We had us a good old time. It was just so fun. We were out, yeah, in, in the you know in the community, mm-hmm. mixing it up. Yep, and uh, embracing what it's like to have a winning team for a change. Mm-hmm. Like it's it really does bring the community together, bring people together, makes everybody all nice and happy. <laughs> we were partying, man. Yeah, it was fun. So we were high fiving. Yeah, we were. Getting on Twitter and talking shit. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was the game that the uh, owner of the Warriors mm-hmm. and the executive for the Warriors, they were at the game mm-hmm. in Memphis. Mm-hmm. I don't think even Robert Pera was at the game in Memphis. I don't think so. Why were they there? Were they concerned? They wanted to see. They were after that game. They should have been. <laughs> like, you know that shit fucking travels down, right? Mm-hmm. They saw that fucking shit show firsthand. Mm-hmm. Yikes. You think they were like, man, thank you, Sacramento. <laughs> Get Mike Brown out of here. <laughs> I just find it very interesting that the Warriors uh, team governor is so worried about this game, and Robert Perry is just like, who knows if he even fucking watched. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> what do you think they were thinking when uh, when they did when they called out the they announced the starting lineups and Jonathan Kaminga comes trotting out? Oh my god! It's like, oh, new coach. <laughs> We got to match their athleticism. <laughs> That's what Mike Brown's going through his fucking head. 
I cannot wait to watch. Dude, I was thinking maybe the Kings could be all right next year. Ooh. I don't know. They have to they're gonna have to come out winning games immediately. Mm-hmm. Or else they're gonna be fucking terrible. Again, the Kings. I'm getting off topic. We got anything else from that game? Is there anything else we want to say? It gave me hope. It gave me hope because I was like, "Do we? If we can, we need just need to go to San Francisco, and we just got to beat them by one point." Yeah, we don't have to beat them by what was it? <laughs> well, it was like was seventy it like at one point, forty nine. <laughs> when we went about forty nine or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was about forty, but it got way higher. That was because. They just benched everybody. Yeah, it was 39. 39. Yeah. They benched everybody mm-hmm. in the like whole fourth quarter. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, dude, we saw. <laughs> it was over halfway through the third quarter. Third quarter, we saw Bielitsa, and we're like, oh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> White flag! That fucking yeah. guy. <laughs> he came in there and, and made some hard fouls. I forgot he existed. <laughs> he came in there, and he threw somebody on the ground. Horse shit. I think it was who was it? I don't remember who it was, but it was just a blatant just toss to the ground. It was like, oh, you just brought him in to be a bruiser. Really? What a game, though. What a game. Thursday, Miami finished off Philly. 99 to 90 in Philly. It took them six games. <clears throat> all <clears throat> three of us <clears throat> all three of us picked miami in six so take a look at that shit yeah how you like that well done you guys like apples good picks james harden should eat more apples <laughs> good picks good picks less, what hot, if, less hot wings what if james harden doesn't like apples yeah, he doesn't like elimination games either. <laughs> James Harden, where are you? Dude, Miami was up 20 points in the fourth quarter of that elimination game. Game six, Miami was up 20. And I was watching the game, and I was thinking, this is a closeout. This is it. It's over. Mm-hmm. They're up 20 in the fourth quarter. Harden had 11 points <laughs> at that point. In the game. With six minutes left in the game, Harden had 11. Mm-hmm. 11. He's supposed to be all offense, right? Like, he's the guy, right? Mm-hmm. All offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Miami's shorthanded. Mm-hmm. The Heat are good. 99-90. to 90. Series was over. James Harden has to take blame, right? What yeah. The- fuck is going on maybe he can maybe he can change uh, well again we, we have the yeah we have the, this conversation happens like every off season i think so i think if he goes to a new team maybe minnesota <laughs> maybe they can trade d'angelo russell and i don't know i maybe pat beverly is exactly what james harden needs <laughs> i think that's it yeah is Pat Beverly just yelling at James Harden every day in practice? Uh-huh. That maybe that's it. Nobody will fucking stand up to the fucking guy. I don't know. It's a pretty awful showing from James Harden. 
Maybe he needs to. Go, Hope he's maybe hurt. Maybe he needs to go to a small market. <laughs> where like, I don't know. I'm not. I was not going to say less pressure, but we're like, they're just like, uh, we don't care. Like you can't. Oh, like Indiana. You can't. You can't stop in Vegas on the way back from L.A. You can't spend an extra night in Houston or Miami when we play there. So, <clears throat> some of this blame has to go to Daryl Morey, right? Sure. He sucks. <laughs> Daryl Morey is the reason James Harden's mm-hmm. in Philly. I don't know, man. What a mess. You know who I feel bad for? It's Tyrese Maxey. I feel bad for Shake Milton, too. Why would you not want to roll with those two guys at your backcourt? Yeah. I feel bad <laughs> I mean, for those guys. Those two dudes play they have to watch, basketball. They have to watch this fucking dickhead get 11 points in a game. Tyrese Maxey played his heart out. Mm-hmm. I heard he was crying in the locker room. Now, I don't look at that as a weakness. I look at that as just sheer disappointment and frustration leaving it all on the court Mm -hmm. this kid's a fighter he's a competitor he gives a shit you know tyrese maxi i'm down with from here on out he's a better d'anthony melton and then uh later that night dallas beat phoenix in dallas 113 to 86 to tie the series at 3-3. It's okay, those in Dallas. Surely, you know. <laughs> so just They just needed to get back home for game seven. and Uh-huh. They just need a reset. Yeah. You get home. Take the loss on the sure. road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll take care of business at home in Phoenix. Yeah. Game seven was set. Friday, Milwaukee failed to close out against Boston in Milwaukee. So here we go. The road dog again. That was their chance. That was Milwaukee's chance. Boston won 108 to 95. Tyler Sears at 3 3. That was their chance. Didn't close it out at home. I was waiting for, for uh, Giannis to go oh, yeah. and put the team on his back, which he did, but it wasn't enough. Tatum. Right. Friday, Tatum did some things. This wasn't enough. Where was the 60-point Giannis game? I mean, you have Grant Williams guarding you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes you only get 40. (laughs) So later that night, Memphis had to play a game six in San Francisco, California. It was a good game. Uh I don't think the score, the end score reflects really what happened in that game it was very close it was actually a really good game mm-hmm. warriors won 110 to 96 knocking memphis out of the tournament now i had either memphis or golden state winning that series well yeah those are the <laughs> two teams that were playing each other somehow i got that confused um i picked memphis and then like i also picked Golden State to win the whole thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> so somehow I got that all kind of <laughs> not even really sure who or how I actually picked in was, that series. Was that the Casamigos night? Because that would explain it. <laughs> I definitely picked it going seven games. 
Yeah, I think that was Casamigos. Yeah. <laughs> um, y'all both picked Golden State in six. So well done there. Jaron in that game against the Warriors, 12 points, four rebounds. Mm. It's like not good enough game. No. It's not enough. So his big contract comes in next year. Mm-hmm. Starts next year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Boy, better work in the offseason or that contract's like people are gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. You can't do twelve and four at over twenty million a year. Yeah. Salary. He's gonna get killed. He has to get better. He I think it's a consistency thing with him. He has to be consistently mm-hmm. better at playing basketball. Yeah. It can't just be like one good night a week or every other week. Mm-hmm. And I know the playoffs are different, but, dude, you can't take a game off. You can't allow Kevon Looney to outplay you when you're making $20 million a year. Uh, Jaron's got to get better. I like him. Um, the more He's growing on me. I just want him did to be he, better. Did he play enough games for you this year? He played all the games. For me all i could ask for i was happy because you know we got we got a little injury scared mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he played needed more out of him in a closeout game you can't get punked out by kavan looney can't happen kavan looney can't have the game of his career against you <laughs> I hope he keeps working, and I think he will. There's a part of me that's scared that this is the best Jaron will be. And there's another part of me that says, no, he cares. Yeah. He's going to try to get better. He, I think he can only get better. I mean, what is he? He's like know. 18 years old or something. Oh, man, he's getting there. <laughs> he's, he's like in his like early 20 years old. Yeah, but guys don't always get better either. That's yes, true. I don't know. I, I hope he does. I'm not making excuses, but there we also Stephen Adams got injured, mm-hmm. and so I think that kind of yeah, Stephen that was Adams a can blow. take a little, take pressure off of him. That's I thought that was the whole point mm-hmm. making that trade. Mm-hmm. You had a guy that could take a little pressure off of Jaron. It's a good point. Guy that just plays defense and rebounds. Mm-hmm. So Jaron doesn't have and to fucking do it, and he's hobbled. So I'd like to see Jaron focus on boxing out. Yeah, said that on here before. Mm-hmm. Just do a little more work. Um, twelve and four. Nah. Congratulations, Warriors and Warriors fans! Shout out, Fat Ooh. Boy Fadeaway Podcast. Had a nice back and forth with them mm-hmm. during the series. They're from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Those guys are hilarious. <laughs> hey. Y'all enjoy these wins while you can get them. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the last dance, but maybe it's the last dance. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the Grizzlies and Warriors are done. Nah, that's the step that like they beat them last uh-huh. year, right? Uh-huh. Sort of. It in was the, like in Steph. a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like they beat Steph. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is turning into a thing because now it's two years in a row, mm-hmm. and next year if we see you, it's gonna be fun. Because that's the hump. Mm-hmm. That's the next step for the Grizzlies, and that's the Warriors trying to keep their fucking status. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thing for sure. No yeah. question. Played really well that game. I just think, and I, I told 
I think I told you guys this in the group text is that the Warriors are going to go on a run. They're just, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They just, they do amazing things. They hit crazy three point shots. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they, they went on their run, and the Grizzlies looked panicked. Mm-hmm. And I think that's experience comes into play there. And I think I would have loved to see John Jai out there. So we had our closer. You know, they they were able to throw mm-hmm. extra extra looks at Jaron and Bain at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan started doing stupid Dylan things instead of um, you know in that game he's he's and he did he did it in game five. He was attacking the rack and playing defense, and that's what we wanted to see. Do you want him? On the team, who Dylan? Yeah, um, yeah, I do. I, well, he's an expiring contract next year, correct? After, after they could they could extend him, but yeah, yeah. Do you want him? I think his defense is is good, and I think I, I like the ride or die with Dylan. At least when Jaws not out there, like it makes it like so insanely up and down. Mm-hmm. All the players call him the heart and soul. I mean, they love him. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. If he's like, if Jaws out there and he's taking less shots and he's playing super hard defense, and like if you see him on the bench, he's like chewing Jaron's ass <laughs> out about <laughs> defensive assignments. I'll take it. And Jeff, I would say exactly like, that is what you that is what Jeff Hausman wants to see is Jaron on the bench, like with just like you're right. Like Tears. that's what he said. That's what he did to Dylan. He just basically said, "Fuck, man, you're right." Yeah. Like right. you want somebody to hold Jaron especially accountable. Mm-hmm. I think and with Jaren, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go I, ahead. I was gonna say I think with John the game, I think Dylan doesn't take. I mean Dylan's Dylan Dylan going Dylan. He's gonna take some crazy shots. Let's just hope he gets better. Yeah. I mean he's. You see him take those threes, and it's like you always think, oh god, this is a bad shot, yeah, and then it makes, goes in, and then he does it again. And he goes on a heater, and you're like, oh, I mean, I can kind of understand why he just like is that we'll part just keep of, shooting the shit out of the ball. Is that just part of it being a young team? It's just yeah. inconsistency. Yeah, like you're just like you're not shooting forty percent. Mm-hmm. Nobody is. Bane is. Yeah, That's about it. But maybe the volume of threes is too high for Dylan. Like I said earlier, to me, his game, his effectiveness, his role on a team is just disrupting things and uh-huh. getting in that fucking lane. Yeah. And just bulldozing somebody on offense. Uh-huh. <laughs> you asked if if we want if we want Dylan on the team. Yeah. And I mean I, I think I said something to you during game four and I was like, man, I can't wait for for like Zaire to get Dylan's minutes. Mm. And I I don't I don't know if that's true. I think that's something I just kind of said in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think eventually Zaire is kind of the future there, but <sighs> Zaire is like the tough asshole on the team, and you got to have that guy. You have to. Yeah, <clears throat> Zaire is my sixth man of the year candidate for the future. <laughs> I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to hit, but I think he could be fit that role. Mm-hmm. Just come in and play any position. Yeah, come in and just be able to come in and uh and switch on defense, guard everybody. I mean, I thought they were going to trade Dylan two years ago. Mm-hmm. I thought he had value. 
and he wasn't really what they wanted. But now he's just like grown himself into the team. I don't know if they can take him away. I mean, other teams thought that they were going to trade Dylan, but that they were trading Marshawn. <laughs> yeah. Marshawn Brooks? Yeah, we'll make that deal. There's very little of this left. Should we finish it off? Yeah, sure. I don't care. All right, let's take these shots. All right. This is a, the final shots in the Casamigos bottle. <laughs> don't ever bring this over here again. Nope. Cheers. Cheers. We got to keep the uh, hard liquor away, I think. Yeah. That's why I just bought the small bottle, you know? It was... <sighs> I start drinking tequila on the podcast. Next thing you know, I'm picking the Warriors to mm-hmm. win and Grizzlies. Yeah. I didn't realize. I mean, I just I got it because I wanted to celebrate the Grizzlies in the playoffs, and that's fine. There was a video of Ja drinking the Casamigos, but I didn't realize I sent you the picture when I went to um, Game Two. Casamigos is like the official liquor of the FedEx Forum. Yeah, it's like the official liquor of the Grizzlies. Well, I sent ev- you the picture of the bar. Everybody's getting paid downstairs, and I mean, it's just bottles of Casamigos back there. And we had recorded the night before, and I was like, dude, I looked up, and I was like, I'm going to vomit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to throw up in this trash can in front of T. Morant. (laughs) I'm going to throw up on T. Morant. with you. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, now that you puke, now I got to (laughs) puke. All right. Saturday, there were no games. Sunday. Boston won game seven against Milwaukee in Boston. A home win. As it should be. 109 to 81. That's like almost 30 points. Boston made it look easy. They took care of business at home like you're supposed to. Mm Mm-hmm. We all picked Boston, but it took more games than we thought. I think mainly because we underestimated the Bucks squad a little bit this season. I felt like that was a real thing between us. Uh, probably appropriately. I think Milwaukee could have really used Chris Middleton. Was he injured when we, when we made these picks? Because remember, we did. Yeah, I think so. And he I was, think that's yeah. maybe why. That's a huge missing piece on the roster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Middleton. Uh, Bucks probably just run it back. Maybe they try to grab some young scrappers. But they got Grayson Allen. No reason. Yeah, no reason why they shouldn't just run Drew it back. Holiday. I mean, they, they, they had an injury on their squad. I think as long as, out, yeah. you know. I think as long as they have, like, Brooke Lopez, mm-hmm. who didn't play all regular season. Yeah. As long as they have him, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton and Giannis, that's like a pretty solid mm-hmm. core four. Yeah. They were the they're the defending champions, meaning meaning that they made the finals last year. Mm. They returned pretty much the same team. Mm-hmm. But they just they lost they lost a game on the road and they had they had one of their main players injured. So mm-hmm. I think the Bucks are a team mm-hmm. you could make excuses for. For not, uh, you know, advancing. 
Yeah. Middleton to me mm-hmm. was it. I mean, it's just a huge gap in their roster. Yeah. I've been thinking about Boston a lot this week. <sighs> thinking about Derek White, their point guard, and what are they going to do going forward there? I don't know why, but I imagined over the week, I just, I, I, I don't know where this came from. I imagined Lonzo Ball and Zach Levine on Boston. I don't know why. Maybe they trade uh, Brown. No. I don't know. No. Yeah, they don't. Mm. I just saw them with like a better point guard and like another, another wing player. So it's like uh, you still have Tatum and I have Zach Levine. And a and like a really good Lonzo Ball point guard. Mm-hmm. I think that makes them better than Jalen Brown and Derek White. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I don't know why it went through my head. I mean, they have they have Tatum who's <clears throat> Tatum who's awesome, and another guy and Jalen Brown who can who can create his own shot and who's very good. They've got Horford. Um, I don't know if the Bulls would do it. I think they're okay with with Derek White. I mean, sure you mm-hmm. sure they'd want to improve at the position, but I think I, like I think you get Derek White there. I mean, they picked him up mid season, right? He didn't. They traded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. San Antonio made a, a deadline, a rare trade. So I, I think you get do <laughs> you get Derek White in an off season? And keep in mind, he could he could start training camp next year as a world champion. You don't know. Yeah, just, I mean, you want Bo- you're talking about Boston needing to improve, but they're they're still in. Yeah, know? it just went through my mind. You know, I was like, because uh, the point guard is still a weird thing to me. Yeah, with them, like, what if they'd had um, like a really good all star point guard before, uh, like a guy that gelled with the team, like a <laughs> like a uh, Kyrie Irving or a Kimball Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those guys are like, losers. What if those had worked out? You know. Those guys are losers. Sometimes you pay a guy a lot of money, and it just doesn't work out. (laughs) But what do you make of this uh, Boston team? Are they enough? I'll tell you right now, they're the second favorite. I I mean, I think this year they're enough, yeah. They're the second favorite to win the championship. Would you you say, would you have said that, I mean, I think we can all agree that a non-covid adams and a non-boat bone bruise morant that the grizzlies might have been enough this year yeah oh yeah i had a lot of money to win thinking that way (laughs) so yeah i think boston could win it absolutely well we've got them we've all got them in the championship so i hope so okay i want to go back to the grizzlies for a second because i thought through went through my head okay just real quick fine what if what if it's taylor jenkins fault that Steven Adams got COVID. How? Okay. Like, what if Steven Adams like, well, mate, I'm not playing, so I'm going to go out, right? <laughs> I know I'm not playing tomorrow. I might as well just go down to the beach and Fuck pick it. up some strange. Fuck it, mate. <laughs> I'm going to go down to Hobbitown. Hey, how you bros doing? <laughs> Throw, play some ultimate. Is this your girlfriend? <laughs> hey, mate, it's the girlfriend of your mother. doesn't matter to me. Uh, you might be on something there. And I thought it was weird that he got COVID like right after yeah, sitting all those he, games. Yeah, 
Yeah. It was very weird timing. Uh huh. It's a good fucking point, Brian. <laughs> yeah. This guy wasn't doing shit. She's like, fuck it, mate. I'm going to 152. Cause I hear the third floor's crazy. What's the uh what's the big uh party scene up there in Minnesota, bro? <laughs> Where the kids For hang the, out. Depends on what there's a lot of places to hang out. I'm gonna depends go to I'm gonna go to First Avenue. I hear none of the windows open. I'm gonna <laughs> hang out in there. You guys got <laughs> you guys got women up there? You got good looking women up there? There's a lot of good looking women in a big city. <laughs> They're all wearing them puffy coats. Can't tell what they look like. <laughs> so cold up there, mate. Yeah, he went out. Actually, at that point, COVID was pretty rampant. Still is up here. Yeah. I might have given it to him. Yeah. But my wife did bring me back a, a First Avenue shirt. Oh, that oh was nice. cool. Yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jenkins. <laughs> Steven Adams was out, and then he was all out of shape and not game ready. Then he hurt his ankle again it's a good point brian i'm <clears throat> saying play, play, you should play your guys just play your guys so play them so they got to be ready and they're not out you know maybe maybe partying contracting things yeah picking up viruses all right moving on later that night on sunday the mavs and the suns faced off for game seven in phoenix it's a very surprising outcome, in my opinion. Dallas slaughtered the Suns, one twenty-three to ninety, to win the series. They played DeAndre Ayton like seventeen minutes. He had been in the low twenties the whole series, but seventeen minutes. Yeah. Well, are they trying to hold him back? Are they for, trying to for reduce? What? So they don't have to pay him a max. He's a restricted free agent. Yeah, but is that worth? I don't know. I guess the game, the game was over. Who pulls their starters in a game seven in like the third quarter? Like who doesn't just like make them play? Apparently, the coach of the year, Jeff. What do you know? Coach of the year. If I'm coach of the year, Bo, mm-hmm. I make all those dudes play the game through. You're rubbing their nose in it. Okay, Bo. How many years <laughs> does Chris Paul have left to win championships? Well, is Haslam, you know, is Haslam still playing? No, he's not. Question. He's not. How is he not? He's on the roster, but he doesn't play. How okay, many is, years? Is he, still the, is he still on the roster? It's just, we're talking about the Suns. What are you doing? Hey, Haslam is still championship eligible. Okay. As a player. So he's not in a rotation at all. It's totally irrelevant. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I, Chris I, I Paul apologize. has how many years left to win a championship? Like, Probably seriously. This year? If I'm Chris Paul, I don't want to be on the fucking bench. I want to be in the game till it fucking ends. If I'm any of those guys, it's a game seven at home. Yeah. What am I doing on the bench? I don't uh-huh. care if I'm down 20 points, uh-huh. 30 points, whatever uh-huh. it is. Uh-huh. I don't care. Like, I trust myself to bring. I'm a starter. I'm a. Chris Paul thinks he's like a legend in the league. I, I want to be in the game. 
sitting on the bench and watching somebody else lose a game seven. I just don't, I can't fucking figure it out. Like, what are you fucking preparing for next year? If you're Chris Paul, mm-hmm. if you're Chris Paul and you're sitting on the bench, you're saying, well, I don't want to get hurt before next year. It's like, motherfucker, next year isn't guaranteed mm-hmm. for shit. You're 37. You could get hurt in game one of next year. That's the edge you're living on. Mm-hmm. Trying to play a young man's sport as an, as an old man. Well, we don't want Chris Paul to get hurt before the next yeah, that's season. A, that's a terrible excuse. Like, Why is he not in the game? Why did Why did these guys get an easy out of that game seven at home? Dude, people were leaving the game at halftime. They were Bo. getting booed. <laughs> Bo, what mm-hmm. are we fucking saving these guys for? If not to play in the playoffs in a game seven. Like, what the fuck is going on here? This is some of the weirdest shit I've ever fucking seen in my life as a basketball fan. Was that game seven and Phoenix not playing their starters with like... There was still like half a quarter left. <laughs> what? I don't care what the score is. He only played six minutes in the third quarter. I've seen Devin Booker hit. I've seen Devin, mm-hmm. Devin Booker ratchet threes. Yeah. Like, dude, get hot now. Yeah. Score 20 points. Yeah. We've seen Chris Paul take over four quarters. Yeah, what the fuck, We've man? seen the Grizzly come, the Grizzlies in this, these playoffs come back from how many 20 point deficits in one game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you, Bo. Exactly. Like, what? Dude, it's two. Just, two 20 point deficits. That's 40 points. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot get behind the benching of these Phoenix starters in a game seven in the playoffs. No, you're playing to I'm, the end. I'm still siding with the coach of the year, Jeff. I'm sorry. You're not the coach of the year, and Monty Williams is. Mm-hmm. He knows something you don't. He knows that they gave up. They surrendered. They quit. Keep that up. See how that works. You can just let guys out. Just let them. Oh, let them out. Let them out of out of the problem. Let them sit on the bench. I think you should. Uh, Monty should leave that coach of the year award in uh, Taylor Jenkins' kitchen. I may not be an NBA coach, but I know enough about life to know that that's setting the wrong fucking tone. Mm-hmm. I know enough about what it looks like to everyone else. It looks like they gave up. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just don't come from that school of thought of giving up. Never quit. Now, on the flip side, <laughs> how much more every year of Chris stops Porzingis' career <laughs> Does he look more and more like a dickhead? (laughs) (laughs) They ran his ass out of Dallas. It didn't work in New York. He got hurt. This, that, and the other. And now they get rid of Porzingis and they go on a tear. Is this team, like, this team isn't winning with Porzingis and Luka, like, Butting heads in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. They don't win that series. No, you're winning with uh well so he was traded for 
Spencer Dinwiddie mm-hmm. and Davis Bertans. Mm-hmm. And together they scored 30 points in this game. Both of those guys. They scored 30 points combined. Now, granted, Spencer Dinwiddie scored 30 of those points. <laughs> Both of those guys were Wizards castoffs. Yeah. Washington wished they had never given Bertans <laughs> that money. And for whatever reason, in Washington, they didn't like that Dinwiddie was trying to, like, you know, uh, motivate, be a leader. So, mm-hmm. Do you guys know what Dinwiddie's stats are in these playoffs? Do you? I do. Tell us, tell us. He is shooting below 40% from the field, but just barely, 39.9%. Okay. Averaging 13 points, almost a steal, three and a half assists, 2.8 rebounds. Okay. So not I would say typical Benjamin numbers. He has good <clears throat> games and he has games where he doesn't play a lot. I think Porzingis would probably be more productive on paper. Hmm. If he if healthy. Yeah, but there was like turmoil. That's why they sent him away. No, I, I completely agree, but I I don't think Dinwiddie is I think it's just they wanted subtraction. They did not need addition. And they just wanted it like a backup. I think Melton is better than Denwoody. Is what I'm trying to say, I guess, in a, in a in a Memphis analogy. Well, I think they're they're two guys that know their roles on a squad. You got Brunson, mm-hmm. you got Brunson too. Their job is well, to Brun- well, their job okay, is well. to get out of the way of Luca and be the pressure release valve. Yeah. All right. Well, what's what are Brunson's stats in these playoffs? Both of those guys know to stand on a three point line mm-hmm. and wait for Luca to fucking pass yeah. out of the drive. Yeah. Well, Brunson is averaging 23 points in these playoffs and shooting 46% from the field. Meanwhile, Porzingis and Luca were arguing about who was going to take the most shots. Mm-hmm. I got I, I to gotta tell you, I've always liked Brunson, but I got a lot of love for Brunson <laughs> because I feel like he's taking a little pressure off the Grizzlies because maybe Brunson's oh, he's getting the, a little more shine than Tyus. <laughs> oh, he's the guy. He's the point guard everybody wants. I like it. I like it. Well, I will say this. Brunson <laughs> is going to be restricted, right? That's what I understand. Is no. restricted. And then Tyus is unrestricted. And the Knicks are well ready and willing to give Tyus whatever he needs. <clears throat> so Tyus is going to the Knicks. I called it. Are we doing this again? I don't think Brunson's a... Restricted free agent. Yeah, I'm seeing him as unrestricted. That is a good point, Brian. Like Jalen Brunson's taking a little, maybe a little yeah. money away from Tyus, a little interest away from Tyus. Well, he's number. He, I would say he's above Tyus in the pecking order for sure. Like maybe, maybe the Knicks want Jalen Brunson. Oh my god, god. Tyus. <laughs> that would be a Thibodeau guy. <laughs> Go get me Jalen. And then Jalen's just like an average no, fucking player. No, Thib- Thibodeau. Thibodeau wants ties. God damn it. Why Go was give me he? the guy that never turns the ball over. Where's the guy that played last year? I could play that guy every minute of every game. He'll yeah. never turn the ball over. He just wears Tyus out. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Thibodeau still thinks like Derrick Rose is coming back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But Porzingis um, is trash. He's making himself look bad. He leaves Dallas and they get better. It's 
Yeah, it's a it's in Washington. Yeah. Washington, Washington is such a mess. Mm-hmm. Like they mishandled Dinwiddie. They gave Bertans a bigger contract than he deserved, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. That was because Bertans sat out in the bubble. <laughs> they didn't know what they were buying. Yeah, I don't know. Porzingis is going to have to really work to get his image back now that Dallas is surging without him. That's what I think. Washington. Washington's a mess. Yikes. They got so many weird players. (laughs) Maybe that'll be my lowered expectations team next year. Should be full of shit to talk about. (laughs) Where's Beal going? (laughs) (laughs) Just don't even pick him as your lowered expectations team. You just have like a Bradley Beal tracker. So what you what what does that mean? You track him from town to town. Where's he Where's he getting traded to? A stick of fucking implant in his arm or something? Yeah. So the draft lottery is tomorrow. Did you guys know that? Oh, I did not know that. Yes, I did know that. Draft lottery is tomorrow. What do the Wizards got? Three percent chance at the one. <laughs> The Grizzlies can still get their pick. The Wizards have Tommy Shepard. Tommy Shepard, the president and GM, is going to be there. Also, Wes Unslet, the head coach, is going to be uh, the on-stage representative for the Wizards. You're sending the coach? <laughs> Who does that? Who sends the coach to the draft lottery? That's so weird. The Wizards just keep doing weird shit. They're bringing the coach and the fucking GM to the draft uh, lottery. <laughs> like the Spurs are sending David Robinson. Like that's <laughs> better. Elliot Perry. <laughs> the Kings are sending. The Kings, the Kings are sending, are sending Sabonis. Yes. <laughs> Sabonis and the uh, team owner, the min- uh, minority owner. Weird. They're not sending, like, Peja or anything fun. <laughs> <laughs> They're not sending Doug Christie or whatever. <laughs> like, I'd send Chris Webber. Chris Webber, would please go for yeah, us. Come on, man. It's time to turn your luck around. Peja. Peja. Yeah, send Peja. For Mike, sure. Mike Bibby. No doubt. For sure, dude. Mike Bibby, go. Well, you can rip the sleeves off your shirt. Is he a muscle man or a muscle boy? <laughs> muscle man. You can rip the sleeves off your dress shirt. It's cool. Yeah. If you get the one pick, yeah. rip your suit into shreds. You can just start doing push-ups. It's cool. <laughs> Jeff, can I have a beer? Yeah, sure. We dipped away from the Suns. Yeah. Mavs, Come we on got, back. We, we got stuck talking about Porzingis, which led us to the Wizards. Well, I thought we were um, done. Eh, you know. What else? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we were done like the Suns. We're just uh, just absolutely embarrassing pants shitting performance. Yeah, I mean, what else? They gave up. It's just bad. They it's quit. Just bad. They quit. I left, I left work last night. I got stuck at work last night with you guys. 
not stuck. Stuck around to help you guys out. I left and I went to, I went to a little spot up the street. To, Nobody asked you to stay. I know, <laughs> but you're welcome anyway. <laughs> that's what the money's that's for. What the money's for. I went up the street and sat at a bar and ordered some takeout food. And nice. Looked at the TV and I thought something's wrong with their uh, their little cryon, their little <laughs> score tracker. That can't possibly be right. Yeah. Do, do the Suns run it back, Bo? There's a lot of DeAndre Ayton slander going on out there. I like DeAndre. They're saying he only sleeps two hours a night because he has to go play video games. He's, a, <laughs> he's addicted. Two hours a night? Is this true? I think did you just make that up or is No, that- it's it's on the it's on the internet. You could Google it. I, I is it on the Suns Reddit? Did they did they, did they takes, open the Suns Reddit back up? Yeah. <laughs> but he takes he takes day naps though. It doesn't matter. I mean, I think it does matter. Oh, he naps. What he naps in the middle of the day? I like like a like a baby. I like Aiden a lot too. of players take day naps before uh, after Steve Steve Nash used to. Um, I, I would run it do. back. What, what are you gonna What are you gonna get? Aiton or for Chris Paul, you're not going to yeah. get anything. Yeah, they're probably like kind of stuck in that holding pattern. No it's Max Biembo. I mean, so what? You you threw up, and I think you say, okay, well, yeah, we had a bad game, and Chris Paul is going to be hurt this time next year anyway. But we're going to run it back, and <laughs> well, I'm, and yeah. we're going to not win the title. Mate, we're going to be in the running for it, which is, I think. That's enough. That's what you want, right? To be ten percent to win the title when the playoffs are happening. You want to be considered a contender, I think. Which they should That's be. Fair. Um, my thing about Phoenix kind of being cheap with DeAndre and maybe who knows who's spreading these fucking rumors, but my thing with DeAndre is okay. If you don't bring him back, then you're bringing back. You're bringing in some kind of replacement. Mm-hmm. Like a low budget replacement. So what are you doing with all that money? Yeah. You don't really need a lot of help in any other spots on that team. Like the team is stacked. I think they're just not maybe <clears throat> being used correctly. Mm-hmm. Monte Williams. What a weird finish to the season from him in the playoffs. After going to the, like dude, DeAndre Ayton was so good for them last year so confusing something's going on there that nobody else knows yeah just going in blind i would have given Aiden the the extension that he wanted i mean how many times do you have a (sighs) number one overall draft pick he's not from he's not arizona he's from arizona he's like the local crowd fucking favorite he's not luca nobody's gonna be luca but he's a he's a really good athletic Big man. Those are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's weird. It's weird shit going on. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it plays out. I think we need to kind of wrap it up. Any final thoughts? Do we owe Jason Kidd an apology? No. Okay. Luca right. okay. is the man. Okay. Well, but maybe the defense and then Luca. Made up for it. I think Jason Jason Kidd did. I think Jason Kidd learned a lot 
off of his previous coaching experiences. I think this is probably the best Jason Kidd that we've seen he as looks a coach. And, he looks and acts like a different Yeah, he's coach. so, like, uh, controlled, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he's not, like, f- screaming Yeah, on the sideline. He looks like he's coaching. Yeah. I think he learned a lot. Um, he, I think he learned a lot of what not to do, uh, especially with, like, um, how you interact with players. I think he's grown. Mm-hmm. Um, he's better than he was, but he's still a piece of shit. <laughs> um, True. We can all learn, but, you know, it takes a lot to overturn a reputation. I think Luca is the catalyst here, not Jason Kidd. Yeah. But maybe Jason Kidd deserves a little credit on how he's been able to coach and interact with Luca. I think it's fair. I don't owe him an apology. No. No. He kicked his pregnant wife in the stomach. Yeah. I don't well, care. I don't, no, no, no. I don't no, think he should even listen, have that fucking listen, job. I'm not saying we owe an apology <laughs> for being a piece of shit, but we thought Dallas was going to be bad at the beginning of the season. We thought we thought Jason Kidd was going to submarine this team. Checking notes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look it up. Dallas was supposed to win 48 and a half games. Bo said over. Uh, Brian and I both said under i don't think under 48 games i don't think anybody thought that they were going to be terrible with luca i said over for luca yeah i'm pretty sure you and i jeff thought that i said they can't fucking win there was i mean not keeping carlisle what was that i mean it was a downgrade from i thought so kid was a downgrade from carlisle yeah easy thought so but maybe it turns out that Carlisle is the asshole coach. No, I think not the asshole just, person. Luca's just amazing, man. I think you're looking for something that's not there. Dude, Luca's not. <laughs> Luca's not. Yes. playing defense and holding Phoenix to 27 points and a half at home. Yeah, in there's a game some seven. scheming. There's some scheming, but I don't know. That's. Uh, not Luca, to take anything Luca away from Luca. Luca got in those but, fucking guys' yeah. fucking heads, though. He was laughing at them. Somebody did during like a, the game. Somebody did a supercut of all of just like his. It's like it, I saw it on Reddit, but it's just like his extremely disrespectful, like <laughs> long threes, and when he's just like bending his defender over, basically, mm-hmm. and scoring on him no matter what. And yet he's like just laughing as he goes down the court. There was like a super cut of him just like cackling <laughs> every time he goes down the court. Mm-hmm. He's otherworldly, man. He's he's the Kings could have had him, Bo. <laughs> Who the Phoenix could have had him, Bo? <laughs> Marvin Bagley. Mm-hmm. Is he? Um, I pulled up NBA.com today. Marvin Bagley could still be a decent player. Yeah. Yeah, for the Pistons. (laughs) Yeah, the front page of NBA.com asked, who is the best player left Mm -hmm. in the postseason? Oh, yeah. Who Who do you guys think it is? Uh, Marvin Bagley. (laughs) Poe in the postseason. Who's who's left out of the Kings, the Warriors, Mm -hmm. the Heat, and the Celtics? The best player. Who's the best player? I guess it's – I'm going to go with Luka, I guess. I got to go with Luka. 
Tatum. You, uh, <sighs> I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I won't argue with you. Jalen Brown. <laughs> uh, Udonis Haslam. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Kyle Lowry. <laughs> it's not Jimmy Butler. No, it can't be. But he could be more influential. I think Jimmy Butler and Luca are both equally influential in their locker rooms. As far as setting mm. the tone for the team. Butler's looking good for this postseason, but he's only played 10 games. Yeah. But I'm surprised which, you which didn't say Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> now, hey. I mean, Steph is still there. Fuck. Steph's yeah, still Steph. there. And we just saw best player. We just saw game six clay, too. Like, best player. That game six clay thing, I was ready to just like break my television <laughs> <laughs> hey man it's all right the warriors know how to close out games they know how to win mm-hmm. close mm-hmm. out the series it's all right man hey grizzlies fans can be happy they can be happy their team did really well and gained a lot of experience i had a blast watching this season gained um, a lot of experience we we went into the season saying um hey you got into the postseason yeah now just now Win a series. Uh, I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking just don't be a play-in team. Yeah. <laughs> that was it for me. Don't be a play-in team. Yeah. And then they won a series. It's great. It's awesome. Overachieved. Best player? Mm-hmm. It's Tatum. Tatum and Luca. they're like the same age. Like the same player. But mm. Tatum's more... Of a wing player, obviously. Play different positions. Best player. Uh, Hey, let's just pair them together. (laughs) Oh, the two best players in the playoffs right now? Luka and Tatum, some would say. They should probably be on the same team. (laughs) With Bo's choice, Andrew Wiggins. But I don't know if those guys can Mm -hmm. coexist. I don't know. Tatum want the ball all the time. <clears throat> I'm kind of. Uh, I think we're done. I think we're out of time. We're gonna wrap it up. I think. It, I think we're out of fucking time. This week. You guys gonna watch games this week? I'm planning on it. Do yeah. my best. Conference finals start tomorrow. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson trophy on the line. <laughs> True. We're going to go from two games a night to one game a night. Each team plays every other night this week. Oh, really? It's not a break. Okay. Every other night. Nice. Starting tomorrow, Tuesday night. Looking forward to it. I expect great competitiveness. I don't expect to see any starters sitting on benches in game sevens. Mm Mm-hmm. In fourth quarters. In fourth quarters. I mean, you won't you won't get to see any game seven this week, but I don't expect to see that at all in the next round because mm-hmm. nobody's giving up. Why the fuck? All right, <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> Bo, yeah. you good to go? Yep. You got it all out. I got it all out. I Thanks. got a minute and twenty seconds left on that Zoom. Thank you for being here, Bo. Appreciate you, man. Yep. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for listening. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.
ridiculous. 